Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? Hope you had yourself. What's going on, everybody? All right, so this is an awesome question that we got asked and I feel like isn't uh, spoke about much within the uh, investment arena. Now, I'm just going to jump right to it. The question is, what is return on equity? A lot of people know what return on investment is. And if you don't know what return on investment is, we're going to be doing a video on that as well. But briefly, return on investment is, you know, you put 20% down in an investment property, what's the return on that money? So $500,000 property, you put $100,000 down, how do you calculate that return, right? Because you have a $400,000 mortgage, how do you calculate that return? Well, you know, price goes up a bit, you pay down your debt, there's a bit of cash flow, you combine all those together, that adds up to a number, you have 100 grand invested, and then you divide it by those numbers to get out a rate of return on your money invested. Now, the return on equity is different. Now, that was a very short way of calculating return on investment. Hopefully, it didn't fly over people's heads. I just know that this isn't you know, the purpose of this video here. The purpose of this video is return on equity. And what is return on equity? So, I have some examples here. And really, return on equity is the return on your trapped capital within your portfolio. So if you don't have a portfolio, then you, you can't have a return on equity. But if you have, say, you know, a couple properties, you know, one, two, it, it, it starts to really make a lot more sense as you get more and more properties because then you start to have more of a position within your real estate holding. So I'm gonna look at my notes here, uh, but let's say return investment, what is this? It's built-in equity in your portfolio. Let's say you have $1 million uh, in your portfolio, ROE is the metric to track to see how your money is working for you. It's your capital. So we're gonna do a couple examples here. We're gonna do a paid off example. We're gonna do a 50% leverage example, and then we're gonna do 80% debt example. So we're just gonna we're gonna assume that the property, you know, the portfolio is paid off, and then we're gonna assume we have 50% mortgage on it, and then we're gonna assume we have 80% mortgage on it. So our equity position is going down, and you're gonna see why a lot of investors tend to keep debt on their properties, whether it's you know a 30 or 40 or 50% equity position and finance the rest in debt because the return on equity goes higher. So the example here, $1 million in equity, assuming you have no debt, so you have $1 million in equity and you have no mortgages. So it's, it's it paid off free and clear. So you're a millionaire real estate investor in this example here. Uh, so the way that you would calculate your return on equity is the appreciation that happens, the potential appreciation that year, uh, and cash flow for that year. So let's just assume 5% appreciation. We could use a smaller number. I'm just going to use 5%. So on a million dollars, that's $50,000. And then let's just assume because it's paid off, you don't have debt. Now, now you're, um, it's all cash flow, right? Because you're not paying a mortgage. Let's just assume 5% on that. So now that's 50% appreciation. And that's 50% in cash flow. 
uh, or, or sorry, that's that's five percent appreciation, which is fifty thousand dollars, and then five percent on a million dollars in cash flow is fifty thousand dollars. So fifty thousand plus fifty thousand is a hundred thousand. So that's a hundred thousand dollars return. You have a million dollars of equity within the portfolio. So that's a ten percent return on equity. Okay. All right. So that's the trapped equity within your property or within your portfolio. What's the return on that? Now we're going to use another example, $1 million in equity in your portfolio, but let's say you have 50% equity and 50% debt. So that means you have a million dollars in equity, right? But you have a million dollars in debt, right? Cause it's 50, 50. So that means you control $2 million in real estate. Okay. So you control $2 million in real estate, you have a million dollar equity position and you have 50% debt. So you control $2 million. So 5% appreciation now, we're just using 5%, it could be 2.5, it could be more. I'm just using 5% as an example here. Um, I typically underwrite with less, but this is just for example purposes. 5% appreciation on $2 million is, um, is 100,000, right? It's $100,000. And then debt pay down because you're gonna have, you can have a mortgage now of a million dollars. Let's just put that at $30,000 in that year. So that's $130,000 because you have $30,000 in debt pay down. Right, and then you have the hundred thousand dollars in appreciation. Five percent on two million dollars is a hundred thousand. So it's a hundred and thirty thousand dollar return, right? And I'm not including cash flow in this example. That's a hundred thirty thousand dollars return. Divide that by the million dollars that you have trapped in the property. That is a thirteen percent ROE. Now, if we have read, which I read, um, if we have read the Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller, within there he has. Uh, rates of returns and the targets that if you want to have wealthy rates of return, it needs to be 13% or above to, to be classified as wealthy rates of return. Okay. And in this example here, having 50% debt, you're now hitting ROE of about 13%, right? Uh, and this is kind of tough to say exactly, exactly what's gonna happen because I'm not in clean cash flow, uh, but I'm just using debt pay down appreciation to now you end up at 13%. So in that year, you have a million dollars trapped in, holding $2 million in real estate. You have made $130,000 in built-in equity, okay? You have a million dollars invested. That means it is a 13% return on your money, which is cool. Now that's the 50% debt example. Now let's say you have a million dollars in real estate, but you have 25% equity and 75% debt. Okay, so you have 25% um, equity and 75% financed. So that means you have a million dollars in equity, but you control $4 million in real estate holdings, meaning you have $3 million in debt. Between the million to the four, that's $3 million in debt. Now let's assume you know, the same appreciation, the 5% appreciation on 4 million, that's $200,000 plus uh, debt pay down. Let's just put that at, you know, on a $3 million mortgage. I didn't even look up the calculations, but let's just say it's $50,000. Uh, that is 250,000. Okay. So the $200,000 in appreciation plus the $50,000 in debt pay down for that year, that's $250,000 in equity buildup, uh, divided by what you have, um, your equity position in the portfolio. That's a 25% ROE return on equity that year. So as you can tell, uh, as you start to pay off your properties, the return on equity uh, starts to go down. So 
this is this is a big deal for a lot of investors that are really looking to uh, massively grow their net worth and also too sometimes investors you know they've uh, you know they refinance they pulled out all their equity or they pulled out all their money invested so when we talk about return on investment right they can't calculate it anymore because it's infinity but they still have money within a deal even though they pulled out all their money they still have you know you know a position within those properties or that property uh, and this is a way the return on equity is a way to calculate what sort of return you're getting now you can tell as you start to add more and more mortgages and you have a lower and lower equity position and controlling more real estate you can tell that the return goes up the return on equity goes up but also we need to remember that there's risk in that right if you're leveraged too high and I think I think 25% equity is okay, 75% debt, assuming that this is really good debt, you're smart, you're in a stable market, uh, but 50%, if, I, if I'm more of a well-off investor, you know, I have you know, 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to $50 million in real estate holdings, uh, this example here, I might wanna just do more, more so along the lines of 50% debt, right, and 50% equity, and then as soon as the, the properties go up and debt gets paid down. I just keep refinancing back at 50% up to 50% loan to value and then buy more properties because it's less risky, but also lower the return, right? So at the beginning, uh, arguably speaking, you want to have higher rates of return so you can grow your portfolio quicker. Uh, and then as you scale up uh, and you kind of reach all your goals, sometimes you want to tailor it back uh, and, and, and not be as aggressive because you want to be able to, you know, sleep at night, right? Instead of having $100 million in real estate leveraged up to the brink, it's nice to have an equity position, have a lower return on equity, but also have a better peace of mind. So return on equity is the best way to see how your trapped equity is working. It's your money. It's a great way to see how your money is growing. As you can tell, as you pay off your properties, your return on equity uh, goes down uh, because you're not leveraging debt. That's a big reason why a lot of major investors keep their equity position uh, you know, 50 to 25% and finance the rest and they keep refinancing the excess equity to keep the return on equity at 13% or above because that's a wealthy rate of return. So if your return on investment is above 13% and your return on equity is above 13% and some investors want more, some investors want less, depends on where you're at, uh, that's going to compound and you're going to grow some crazy wealth. So this is just food for thought as you start to build your portfolio out, you have a bigger equity position. Uh, I would incorporate this when you do your net worth and your cash flow statements every week or every month. I would incorporate this in to see, okay, what's my return on equity? I, you know, with all the equity that's trapped in my real estate, which is great, what's that return? Is it growing at a wealthy rate of return? And uh, start to consider different options like this. So I hope that helped. I hope you're able to follow along within you know my 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 examples here at the end of the day the higher the leverage you have on your real estate holdings uh the higher the rate you know the return on equity is going to be as you start to pay off your properties the lower the return on equity is going to be because you have a bigger equity position and you're not leveraging debt that's why debt is so huge within real estate to get high rates of return we just need to make sure that we're using debt smart. We're being smart with it um, and we're not over leveraging ourselves. But as you can tell, um, you know, the more, you know, the more debt you have, um, the higher the return on equity is because now you're winning through more debt. So anyways, if you have any questions, let me know. That's return on equity. 
Um, I think it's a, a super crucial number um, to track as you start to grow your real estate and your equity within your properties. Hope that answered the question. What's return on equity? Uh, have yourself a great day and we'll talk soon.